You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast, the place where course creators go to sell more of their online courses. I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we have a very special guest with us uh, this week here or today. A little bit about this person. She's an internationally accredited business coach. She's an absolute weapon and expert when it comes to Facebook ads and an absolute weapon and expert when it comes to Instagram ads. Uh, So without further ado, let me introduce all the way from the UK, the one and only Ms. Holly Lowe's. Holly, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for coming on. Holly, I like to start all my podcasts with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Absolutely. So I'm not sure I would say it's a quote, but the simpler, the better. It's been the one thing that has made all my businesses blow up. Yes, I love that. Can you give us uh, an example, Holly, maybe where, that, where it worked in your business or one of your clients' business where it was more yeah. complicated, but then you simplified it and it got better? Absolutely. So before I was an Instagram ad strategist and Facebook strategist, I used to do all the things, which um, I often would struggle to get clients. And then as soon as I went simple, it was just like, it went so quickly and so many clients. So simple is always better. Yes. Love that. I see a lot of that myself. You know, I'll be speaking to a course creator and Hey, what are you doing to sell your courses? Hey, I'm on YouTube and Pinterest and podcasting and Google ads and this and that, and none of my freaking working, you know, whereas you speak to one person, (laughs) yeah, I use LinkedIn, connect with 10 people a day, make one sale. And there we go. So Love that. Um, Hey, just before we get into it, if you're listening to this on the podcast or watching on Facebook, Holly actually has a five-day Facebook Instagram ad challenge starting next week. So what I recommend you do, if you're on the Facebook group, just comment challenge down below. Me and Holly will get into it. If you're listening on the podcast, go to the show notes and and jump on that challenge. I'm a huge fan of, of Facebook, Instagram ads, especially the way Holly does it, and especially in a challenge where you're sort of forced to do it because otherwise, you never freaking do it, right? Especially when it comes to throwing some money down. So if you're watching on Facebook, just comment challenge below. You're listening on the podcast, go to the show notes and, and get it there. Just wanted to get that out of the way. But um, Holly, so I've obviously been following you for, for a while now. Just if someone hasn't, do you want to let us know in a minute or two, what's a Facebook and Instagram ads strategist? What is, what is it you actually do? Absolutely. So as a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, opposed to maybe yourself running ads um, and just testing it out and throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping for the best, they bring me in um, either if it's DIY or done for yourself. And I basically set them up with their entire strategy. If I'm doing it for them, I create all the ads and I help them with very strong launches for courses, coaches, and memberships. Yes, love it. All right. Well, hey, let's start um, broad and then we'll get down more specific. So a lot of people watching this are going to be listening to this are going to be new in the course creator world. And, you know, maybe they've sold a few courses, um, doing it mainly organically, you know, Facebook group, LinkedIn, uh, maybe Instagram as well. They may be thinking, Holly, like, ads i don't know if i'm i'm ready for ads you know why would i use ads if it's um you know if i can do it for free what can you tell us about those two things how do we know if we're ready for ads and why should we use ads if if we can get uh, traction for free 
Absolutely. Well, yes, you like they're two very different things in the end to me because organic is a slow burner. And yeah, absolutely. It helps you prove your offer. Well, once you've proven that offer, you could scale it much, 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 much quicker with ads. And uh, yeah, like it, it, I'd say to know when you're ready, it depends if you're looking for DIY versus done for you services. DIY, you don't need to throw a million dollars at it. As long as you go through someone who at least teaches you to a certain degree how to do it, how to do it right, don't, don't just practice for fun. It'll cost you a lot of money. It will pay off. And then if you're looking for someone to do it for you, I suggest you hit a point in your business where that money is a disposable number that does not stress you out because, you know, ads are um, a gamble, but if you come to someone like me, it will cost a certain rate, but I'll also get you a lot back. Yes, love that. Okay, let me flesh on that a little bit because there were some really good answers there. So let's start with, hmm, okay, let's start. I guess it's the same question, right? But we'll, we'll compare organic and, and Facebook. So what Holly said is organic definitely works, but it's a slow burner, all right? You can you got the choice, right? You can either go and uh, post in five different Facebook groups every day to reach your ideal client, or you can put one ad out and that just gets shown to all those people, you know, if you do your targeting right, without you having to go and post in five different Facebook groups and add 10 different friends and three different DMs every day, right? So it's a lot, um, lot quicker. And the other advantage of organic is that you've validated your offer, which is important because if you've tried organically and you haven't sold it, ads probably isn't the magic gateway, right? It's probably just that your offer sucks, you know, or what you're trying to sell isn't, isn't that popular. And no matter how you could go to the, you could go to Mark Zuckerberg to try and write your Facebook ad, you know, if your offer sucks and no one wants it, no one wants it. So it's, it's not necessarily the ad side of things. So great. You know, let's, let's use organic to sell a few of them and yeah, we can sell more, but it is a slow burn. Ads can speed it up a bit. But a couple things with ads, which Holly mentioned is important. Um, like anything in life, you've got to know what you're freaking doing, right? If your your car breaks down and you're not a mechanic, you're not just going to, you know, uh, watch a YouTube tutorial on how to fix your car. You're probably going to go to a mechanic to, to, fi- to fix it. Or you're going to, you know, at least do a bit of study or, you know, get a, get a mentor or a friend that knows how to do it to teach you, you know? Same sort of thing with Facebook ads. If you just try and do it yourself and you've never done it before, you're sort of setting yourself up for failure. You know, and it's not that Facebook ads don't work. It's probably that, you know, you don't work, you know, or you, or you don't know how it works. So I think that's important there, you know, just uh, get someone, even if it's something small, do Holly's challenge. You know, she's got a free five-day challenge, you know. Um, yeah, jump on that, spend a few dollars, at least have some guidance. Like you're either going to get some traction or at least going to learn a thing or two, you know. So if you do try and do it by yourself, okay, you can use Holly's frameworks and, and that sort of thing there. Uh and I love how you've then mentioned the disposable income. So what Holly's saying with the, the DIY and the DFY. So DIY is do it yourself, right? Let me go and teach some, let me go and learn, learn from an expert, do a course or something. Cool. Then I'll go and do it myself. That's probably the best way to start off. Um, you can outsource to someone else. That's going to be a lot more expensive, right? Maybe someone's got a course for whatever, three, 400 bucks. Um, but if they do the ads for you, it might be a thousand, two thousand dollars. So every month. So, you know, there's a, a fair disparity in, in the price there. Um, but if you go doing it for someone else, the disadvantage there, like not only is it a lot of money, but there's no guarantee as well. You know, like, yeah, you'll get better results than yourself. But let's say I paid Holly $2,000. There's no guarantee she's making me $2,000 back that month. You know, she's pretty good at what she does. I'm sure she can get close, um, but there's no guarantee. So, you know, important if you're going to do that, say, hey, you know, here's 
2000 bucks or whatever it is, uh, I'm willing to invest that in my business. And, you know, it, all things going right, that should turn to $4,000. Um, but worst case scenario, if I lose that money, I'm not going to be on the gutter. Does that summarize it? Absolutely. I, I don't, if someone comes on a call with me and says like, oh, I'm just breaking even, I actually tell them not to take my services yeah. because I don't want to have that pressure on me and I don't want to do that to them either. Yeah. And there's even, I mean, we could even go deeper on, on that as well. I'll just give one more point on that. And then we'll get into a bit more tactical sort of stuff, you know, because the other thing as well is it's not necessarily just on the Facebook ads person, right? Like I don't know how holy services work, but I've worked with many different people before and there's many different things, right? Maybe that person will write the ad for you, but you know, if you don't have your sales skills, and you don't know how to get on the phone and close someone or send an email chain with compelling emails, or if you don't have a compelling landing page set up, there's only so much that Facebook ads person can do. And yes, you know, some companies will do all of that for you as well, but then that's probably going to be more expensive as well. But I guess the the other way I'm looking at there is that's just one piece of the equation. You know, that Facebook ad person may help you get more traction, more leads, um, more qualified buyers, but a lot of the time it's up to you to close a sale as well, you know, not the Facebook person. So it's just another thing to consider. But um, okay, cool. Now let's stay macro and just tell me, Holly, difference between Facebook ads and, and Instagram ads. Do we just, you know, throw the one up and it, it goes on both and, and hope that it hits different audiences? Um, do we change it slightly? Is there an advantage just doing it on one or the other? What, what can you tell us about those two platforms when it comes to ads? Yeah, so Facebook is fantastic with it. It's all in one spot on Facebook Ad Manager. You're actually better off just having it on automatic placement, meaning it'll mm-hmm. choose where it's placed, the style it's placed, because it will cost you more if you choose to only do Facebook or only do Instagram. Facebook actually will find the one that's performing the best and optimize accordingly. So you're actually better off doing both. But like if you do really want only Instagram, by all means, it just you have to be willing to spend a slightly more cost per lead, basically. Awesome. Okay, cool. So, and the reason we do that is because we want to hit both people, right? It's like, hey, like there's no real advantage just putting it on Facebook, right? We may as well put it on Instagram and hit some people that miss it on Facebook, or maybe they store it on Facebook in the morning and didn't click, but they see it again on Instagram when they check in the evening. Oh, that's what I wanted. I'll, I'll click there. That's, that's what we're sort of doing there. Yeah, exactly. And like in the end, Facebook will optimize according. So if Instagram's performing better, they're going to throw more money at Instagram. So it saves you a bit of like work, basically. Yes. Awesome. Yes. I love that. All right, cool. Let's get to the tactics now, Holly. Let's say someone's watching this. They're like, all right, right. I'm a course creator. Um, you know, I'm selling a few courses organically here and there, but it's a bit of work and I want to go to the next level. I want to start, I want to start using Facebook ads, but I got no idea where to start. Where do you recommend that person starts? Well, out of the gate, you know, there's a fantastic challenge that's free next week that happens to tell you everything you need for that. Um, so that's a starting point. Comment challenge if you want that. Um, but when it comes down to actually having, um, I've lost my own question there, sorry. <laughs> to get started, there's a lot of things. It depends on what your goal is. Mm. The best way to start, and which is why my challenge is to build your list, is building a list. Yep. So it's not as basically strenuous as like a full launch you're building your list the ads funnel is not as complicated when you get people in your space and they are warm warm meaning they're already following you or they're in your email list ads are so much cheaper in the future Mm. so let's say you have a 2,000 person email list Facebook will find in a like audience to that to actually target them as well as that warm audience so the starting point is build your list 
Yes. Secondly is do a bit of research on funnels. Funnels, like, funnels are the basis of an ad. Your mm. ad is only as good as your funnel. If it's a lit, like just a building your listing, it's not as hard. It's getting them on the email list. But if you're doing a launch or trying to sell something, you got to do it right. So look into it and find out about even just the simplest of funnels. Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yes, awesome. All right, cool. Well, let's let's spend a minute on goals there. So, we've mentioned um, the easiest way. Well, actually, what are some different goals? So, yeah, run us through. What are some different goals we can use there, Holly? So, we've mentioned the the building a list is one. What else have we got? So, there's building a list. There is engagement. So, just having them on your social media. Mm. Get some social proof in there. Um, there is conversion. So based on just flat out sales. So let's say it's just a low end offer, like a $27 mini training. And then there's the launch. Like let's say you have a course or a membership. It's a process. It's like um, starting with a freebie, like a webinar or a challenge. Um, and then it, you, um, once you get them on that space after that freebie, you retarget them. It's uh, that's, I think the main one for course creators is getting them through their email list, through the webinar or the challenge, and then retargeting them and having um, basically them pay after the close, uh, the closing of cards. Yes. Love it. All right, cool. Let's summarize that a little bit there. So what Holly's saying is, all right, if we're going to run Facebook ads, what's our goal? Is it to sell our product? Is it to build our list? Is it to get more followers? Is it to, um, you know, sell more of our more expensive course? And even if we go back to the start of, of simpler versus um, more difficult, I guess we start off simple and we work down there, right? Because if you're starting with Facebook ads and you're like, all right, cool, I've got to do this launch. So I've got to write a webinar and then I've got to write an ad for the webinar and then I've got to do the webinar live and then do it evergreen and then, you know, retarget who hit the webinar page but didn't register and then, you know, retarget who watched the webinar and then didn't buy. Like it can get super confusing, right? Especially if you've never done ads before. So what Yeah, so start top of the funnel. Yeah, exactly. So what can be easier and be like, all right, right. I know that uh, and probably if you're selling a few calls anyway, you're probably doing it via email and some sort of basic, even a basic funnel, even, hey, someone opts into my email address, gets a freebie. Great. They get three or four different follow-up emails over the next week or two. And then, you know, they get an email from me every week there. You know, if you do your targeting right, you know, you're probably just going to make a few sales from that anyway. So, hey, jump on Facebook and just put out some sort of uh, freebie there. Get people to to build your list. If you've got some sort of basic automation or not even yeah, well, basic follow-up funnel, whether it's a few automated emails and a, a weekly broadcast email, whatever it may be, you're probably going to make that back uh, anyway there. But even if you don't, it's going to give you more options advertising in the future. Because you might have, all right, cool. Here's one ad that's going out to, um, you know, the this this the freebie to my audience that I've plugged in there that don't know who I am, and and also just on that as well. And I'm am I right in saying that will probably be a cheaper conversion, right, Holly? It'll be cheaper for me Absolutely. to give out a freebie and get and get some leads that way than saying, hey, buy my course, 
you know, straight away. You're probably going to get more leads with the freebie. And then you might say, all right, right. Next month, I'm going to do a new ad. I'm just this ad that's going for a direct sale now. I'm only going to show it to the people that watched my, that, you know, got my free thing. Uh, yeah, they got my free thing. So it's like, all right, cool. These people are going to be more likely to buy because they already know who I am. They're probably on my email list. They're probably getting my emails. Uh, so I can also, they'll get my email, but maybe if that goes to junk or they unsubscribe or whatever, they're also seeing me on Facebook. Is that that, that overview there? Yep, that's spot on. Start simple, top of the funnel with an email list and it will pay you back later. <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. Well, hey, let's touch on the um, that strategy there then. So let's say someone's putting out an ad, they want to build their list. H how do they do that? What, what do they need first? Yeah. So first, decide what your freebie is. So mm. your freebie, um, let's say you're not doing like a launch. You don't need something complex. Um, like a PDF. So the five top strategies for the best things you could do for Facebook ads, for example, decide your freebie. After you decide your freebie, you want a landing page, a simple landing page with a title, a couple benefits and a call to action to get their email. And then you will be able to create your ads in order to uh, grow that email list so you could further make uh, money off them in the future via your email list, as well as um, ads in a more complex manner. Awesome. Got it. Cool. So most people listening to this, they'll probably already have a freebie anyway. It's what you're using to, you know, grow your list as it is. Uh, so we're just going to essentially put that freebie on Facebook ads and do it that way there. Uh, so we've got the freebie. We also need the landing page as well. Most people will probably have uh, some sort of landing page ready. Am I right in saying that we just want that simple, Holly, just a title, um, yeah. what they're getting, couple benefits, just enough to get that email, right? Yeah. And no distractions. So no menu, no other call to action, no Instagram. Like if you do anything else, people get distracted, especially now. So as simple as it can, maybe a picture of you and a call to action and it's done. Yes. And I'll just piggyback off, off that a little bit as well. I know it's easy when you're starting off, you know, you've got the landing page and you've got all your socials down the bottom and then go to my website here. And then there's a preview of the course. And then you got all this stuff here. It's just so easy to get distracted. You know, less is better. Make the person freaking enter their email if they want to see it. That's what the, the opt-in is for, you know, enter their email if they want more, uh, more info there. So, okay, cool. And most people will probably have something similar to that set up anyway. Um, the thank you page, Holly. <clears throat> so someone enters their details. Anything in particular we should have on that thank you page there or doesn't matter too much? So the thank you page is open. They've done what you want. So you're allowed to play a bit. So if you have a Facebook group, I normally would put that there because that's another lead in your space. Um, if you want them to follow you on Instagram, you can. But the thank you page is you've already got what you wanted. You're allowed to offer them one or two other things if you want in there. But awesome. simple thank you and it's done. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. All right. Cool. So got that part there. Now, what about the actual ad, Holly? What do we do from there? We've got our lead magnet. Uh, we've got that, that registration page. You know, we go on Facebook, we open up ads manager. There's a few different options. What do we do? Oh gosh, this would, this would take me hours to explain, <laughs> to be frank. So, um, simplified version. I, Let's say not so much, you know, open it up and press this thing here, but maybe some, some general information that, that people could get out of that. Yep. So my two favorite campaigns are conversion campaigns versus traffic. Um, a conversion campaign is generally at least $20 a day. That's because Facebook needs at least 50 conversions. Conversions could be that leads, that free lead um, within five days um, for it to get out of a learning phase. So it's out of learning with the algorithm. If you have anything less, you will go with a traffic campaign. After that, all the little bits you'll find out in the challenge and um, 
uh, details wise, but then it's the hard part. It's the graphics and the mm. copy that you need to make sure is down packed and same with the audiences and making sure that audience will resonate with that ad. Okay. Any, any tips there? Let's say audience wise, how do we, how, yeah, any tips what we can do when we're targeting our audience? Should we already know that uh, going in there or, you know, if we don't, is there any way we can refine it or any tips you got for us there? Yeah. So uh, sit down with yourself and ask as many questions as you can about your ideal client. What is their age range? So let's say if it's for my ad challenge, anywhere from 25 to 55 is a general realistic number for online experts. Then you want to find out are they female or male or both? Um, some specifics. So you should write down who they follow. Do they follow Amy Porterfield, Sue McLaren, Jono? Like who do they follow um, in order to kind of target and piggyback off of their audiences yeah. a little bit? And even some things you may not think about. So are you a relationship coach? then obviously they need to be in a relationship. Make sure that they're in a relationship or married or engaged, any of those sorts. That is like the secret sauce. And generally, if it's a cold audience, you want a minimum of a million, but no more than five or six because then it's too broad. Mm, awesome. Cool. Yes. So um, yeah, I agree 100%. A couple of the, the strategies I use, it's, and it also gonna dip, dip, um, diff, it's going to differ depending on what your course is, right? And yeah. You know, I've run a few different businesses and even back my first business was face to face. So that was an, and that was a, a, a fitness boot camp, right? And that was super easy. That was just anyone within five kilometers, right? That was anyone that's yeah. in five kilometers can, can join my boot camp. But online world, it's completely different, right? Because you can target anyone in the world with my business, uh, with personal trainers, right? It's, it's, that's probably an easy one because I can go a few different ways. It's like I can just target people with a specific job title. I can go in Facebook, hey, are you a personal trainer, fitness instructor, boot camp instructor, yada, 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 and target that way there. So if you're listening to this, you got a course that helps a specific sort of job title, you know, that's quite an easy one to, to target there. Uh, but also I know specific pages that only fitness professionals will go to and not other people. You know, like say over here in Australia, there's a body fitness Australia, right? If you're not a person, like your average person doesn't follow fitness Australia, you know, they'll follow Jillian Michaels or Michelle Bridges or, you know, someone like that. And I wouldn't target them, even though personal trainers would, right? Some personal trainers may follow them. They're more uh, generic fitness side of things. So, yeah, that's the way I like to look at it. You know, there's the job title stuff there and then also the the interest there. So, all right, cool. Exactly. We, we do our, our targeting, you know, our targeting's on point. Now we need to actually write the ad. And if we had to simplify that, Holly, the way I look at it is almost three different things. We've got the copy, we've got the photo, and we've got the the sort of headline as well. You know, would you say they're the three biggest parts we need to nail there? Yeah, absolutely. So, like the call to action, um, the graphic, and the copy. Okay, what can you tell us? Tip or two on on each one of those parts there. Yeah. So with the graphic. Uh, it could be a mix, like test them out. Sometimes a selfie with like your family works. You'd be amazed at what works. Um, and if you're paying tax on it, do not overdo it. So if it's free five-day challenge, free five-day challenge. And then um, the bigger letters being build your list with Facebook and Instagram ads. Simple, don't overdo it. Um, and then if it's copy, it's the same idea as a landing page. If I see an essay on an ad, I like, I get so tired and I'm like, I won't even attempt to look at this. Just won't even try so like small to medium, you could test them out. Like I find, especially if it's a simpler one, like a benefit of a free challenge. So like have a good headline for it. So it's like, 
Are you a online expert or course creator? A couple con like a, maybe a couple sentences, like, and make sure you break them up, not a paragraph. And then use an emoji, like a, like a finger going like this and saying the four benefits and a call to action. Call to action being sign up for the free five day challenge. It doesn't need to be more complicated, which is exactly why I always say simpler is always better, especially in the attention span with uh, social media nowadays. Yes, love that. Couple good points. I'll, I'll piggyback off there a little bit. Love the simpler is better. Um, the text on the image. So just for the, the listeners out there, that may not have done a lot of Facebook ads. And I'm not too sure of the latest, but originally you could only have a certain amount of text on there or the ad wouldn't get approved. Then I think Facebook eased up a bit and said, hey, you can have more text on there, but if you have too much, we won't even show it to more people, you know? Now I think they've even mm -hmm. eased up a little bit, but we can sort of tell what they're doing. They don't want a lot of text on that ad, you know? So even if they say, you know, hey, you can put more text on there, it's probably a good idea to, to minimize it. One way I, I heard explained really cool was do you have the voice over there in holly uh, in uk holly do you have that show yeah i've never seen it but i have okay, yeah, you know I, it is, I know right? what it yeah, is cool. yeah. so for, all right for those of you that, that uh, don't know what the voice is essentially someone sings and they'll be behind there'll be judges here judges will be looking this way and there's you know people singing behind them and the, if the judge is that interested and excited, they hit their buzzer and they turn around. That's what we want that text on the image to be or our headline to be, where it's like it's got to be exciting enough where it can just get that ideal person. They're focused on something else. They see something that catches their attention. Bang, they turn around and then they're interested there. So that's the way I like to look at the, the text there. Um, and the copy, yeah, you know, don't um, keep it simple. You know, get that headline there. The headline's going to be... Um, the major catching thing, get some good info down there and then have the call to action. Because what I found, and I've tested this, right? Just simple things between having like your copy and then having something that says click below to learn more or just not having that click below to learn more. Even though there's a button there that says learn more and you'd think that it just makes sense to do it. Just by having that call to action, more people click there. So I find that important too. And the other important thing Holly said is to test it, right? And what you can do on Facebook is sort of have things running side by side. You might say, right, here's my campaign. Cool, here's my audience I'm going to show it to. All right, I'm pretty happy with my copy, but I don't know which of these three photos will work best. Hey, let me get all of these three ones running. Let me check it in a couple of days or a week or a couple of weeks. Oh, wow, more people clicked on this one here. You know what? I'm going to turn these other two off here and just focus on, on that one there. Will that summarize that, Holly? Um, generally, yeah, and you get to test them out. You find out what works, but always have at least a few up at a time because Facebook always changes. Awesome. Cool. Well, um, hey, Holly, there's a few questions I always like to finish up with. The first one is around course creation platforms. Now, everyone in here is a course creator. Everyone's got their own uh, favorites. Every single guest I come on mentions a different one. And look, they've all got their disadvantages, their advantages, their disadvantages. But I'm just curious, what platform do you use to teach your courses or to deliver your content to your students? Mine is Kajabi. It's, it's, I've tried the others and I know it's more expensive, but it's got my heart. Yes, I'm uh, in the process of switching over at the moment. You know, I'm currently on ClickFunnels, Teachable, ActiveCampaign, and Zapier. So, wow. <laughs> so I've got that or I've got Kajabi and I did the math and I think it's actually going to be cheaper for me, you know? So I'm moving across Sounds there. That's right. 
<laughs> now, Holly, you're obviously a mentor for many uh, course creators, many people that want to grow their business out there. I've got a question for you around mentors. And if you can answer this in three different ways, uh, the first way, a mentor, a mentor that you've directly paid, you've done their course, you've been in their mastermind, their membership site, whatever it is that had the biggest impact on you and you recommend my course people look at. Uh, another one is unpaid. You know, maybe there's someone you haven't done their course, but you follow them on social media, you listen to their podcast, whatever it may be, and they've had a huge influence on you. And then the last one is books. There's a book or two that you've read and it changed your life and you recommend every course creator should should read. What can you tell us there? Paid, unpaid, and book. Gotcha. So paid is Stu McLaren. So I mm. love courses and, and memberships. Yep. It just, even if I didn't have a membership, which I do, I, it teaches you so many things. I love Stu McLaren, every course creator who wants to get in the membership space. He's fantastic. Um, unpaid I'd say is Jenna Kutcher. Mm -hmm. I just love her, uh, her gold digger podcast. It's just, if I'm in like a slouch up mood and not in the mood to do work, I listen to a podcast and I'm right back at it basically. And then a book, as it sounds, I'm a very go, go, go entrepreneur. I don't read many books. I'm a podcast person, like to my core. Um, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's, um, I've heard amazing things about it. It's Atomic Habits. Oh, yes. I cannot James, remember who it's James by. Cleave. James, James, someone. I've, I've heard some, yeah. some, some like little bits, but I am truly a podcast person. I'm too go, go, go. To okay. give, us, give us another podcast. So we've got Jenna's Kutcher's. What's another one? Um, another one is one of my mentors is Serve Scale Soar. It was when I first started in the service-based business. Um, she helps people scale to 10K months and um, Brandy Mells and Serve Scale Soar is fantastic. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, um, hey, Holly, that's pretty much uh, all I wanted to get through uh, for today's podcast. Is there anything I should have mentioned but didn't or anything you want to finish this off with? Well, uh, that five-day free challenge is on Monday. I would love to have you all a part of it and help you grow your list. Otherwise, I think you covered it perfectly. Awesome. Cool. All right, Holly. Well, thank you very much for your time. I'm going to end the podcast here. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.